When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, counting today, if you're listening live, today is the 10th of October, 2023. You have 25 days to post your video from Ring, the doorbell company, camera company. Uh, And they are going to give you a million dollars if you catch proof of alien life. So it's a million-dollar search for extraterrestrial. So you have until 12 or 11.59 p.m. on November 3rd to post your video from your ring sensors. Now, uh, you will win $1 million, not in a lump sum. The winner will get a million-dollar prize paid out, $50,000 a year for 20 years, Now, you can get a $500 Amazon gift card for the most creative fake. So, if it's worth your time to create something that's not real uh, as far as extraterrestrial life, uh, you could win a $500 Amazon gift card from Ring. Now, again, like I said, you have to submit them uh, before 11.59 p.m. November 3rd. Uh, You have to be a legal resident of the United States, 18 or older. You must own the Ring device or have a shared user access. Videos can be maximum of one minute. Must be the entrance original work and cannot have previously been entered into a promotion contest and or won an award or prize. Do not harm any extraterrestrial or other living creatures. Doing so will cause the video to be disqualified. And you also have to fill out a submission form, which is online at the Ring website. So good luck. (laughs) Uh, I would love to see the actual extraterrestrial that uh, shows up in your front yard. I don't know if they fly in or they walk by. I, I, I Honestly, I don't know. I was looking at a study from the uh, National UFO Reporting Center. And apparently there have been, uh, well, they they break down UFO sightings in every state, okay? So they believe that 78% of people they asked believe in the existence of life beyond our planet. A third believed aliens have abducted human beings in the past. One in six fear an alien invasion. And 37% think that scientists and U.S. officials have already made contact with them. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, according to uh, a survey from Study Finds. Now, what I was referring to earlier from the National UFO Reporting Center, there have been 8,068 UFO sightings in Florida. Wow. The first one in 1944. That makes Florida second only to California with 15,849 sightings. Florida, also the third most Air Force bases in the U.S., 56 
after California with 123. Texas has 59, which also has a large number of UFO sightings. Oddly, Nevada, home to the famous classified U.S. Air Force Base Area 51, is just 27th on the list. You know, I was thinking at one point in my life, my wife reminded me that we saw a an extraterrestrial, a UFO sighting. It was an actual UFO sighting in Florida. It's not on the list. They break down from 1944. There's one in 67. And then it goes, which I was not in Florida at that time. And then there's one in the Gulf Breeze 6 from 87 to 88. I was in Florida at that time, but I did not see those. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one talks about 2012. I was not in Florida in 2012. So sometime between 88 and 2010 is when my wife and I saw it. So my wife and I were together for since 2000. So somewhere between 2000 and 2010, we saw a UFO. And I think we saw a couple of them actually in about the same area. But uh, it just, it, it happens. And then, then they're gone. The lights are in the sky and then they're gone. Is it alien life? I don't know. It was just an unidentified flying object. That's all I know. So good luck with the ring cameras and uh, go ahead and create your, you know, fake extraterrestrial life video for a $500 Amazon gift card or... You can hope that one actually does walk by the old front door and you will win a million dollars from Ring. So, good luck. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. The guest that wouldn't leave. And not really a guest. It started out as an Airbnb guest. Is now dubbed the tenant from hell. So, she's been squatting at this family's guest house overlooking the hills of LA in Brentwood, beautiful, and they can't get rid of her. <laughs> so she rented a long-term stay at uh, Sasha Jovanovic's Brentwood guest home in September of 2021 for six months at a rate of $105 a night with fees, bringing the total to $20,793, which isn't too bad. Now you're living in Brentwood, 105 a night, six months, 20,000, okay. So her Airbnb stay ended April of 2022. And then uh, she won't leave. (laughs) So now a judge has ruled that under the city's rent stabilization ordinance, uh, Jovanovic has no legal reason to evict her under Los Angeles's recently adopted just cause ordinance and would be required to pay her a relocation fee to evict her. Now, this story says she asked for $100,000 a relocation fee. I I never hear that. She's turned down uh, money that he offered her to get a hotel. And that was like $1,500 or whatever. And now her attorneys argue that she should not pay rent. Uh, She should instead be paid back the $20,793 because the city never approved the guest house for occupancy and its shower was constructed without a permit. Wow. So now they're talking about uh, he's renting out an illegal bootleg unit. Okay. All right. So (laughs) she won't leave. 
and she's just staying there. They can't get rid of her. They're taking. They're going to court. They claim that uh, she complained her electronic blind stopped working when uh, Jovanovic went into the unit to repair them. He noticed water damage, signs of mold, and claims uh, that they were not there before Hirshhorn moved in. Should have taken some documentation, photographs, some videos so that you had actual proof. And he offered to pay her to stay at a hotel for five days while his contractor handled all the repairs. No. Uh, sorry about it, uh, noting that many of his visiting doctors stay there. So he is some sort of a medical professional. I don't know. It looks like there's one picture of him. It looks like he's a dentist. So dentist, man. Don't get me started on dentists. I'm on his side for this, but I, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of dentists. So now uh, she won't let him into the, into the guest house at all. And the city's Department of Building Safety, which found two code violations at the unit, that it was unapproved for occupancy and had an unpermitted shower. Okay, so now the complaint went to the housing investigator, alleging illegal eviction, harassment, and a refusal to pay her relocation fees. (laughs) So he has now sued her there's two different cases going on there's a damages complaint to recoup fifty-eight thousand in paid rent and appeal to the judge's decision to dismiss the eviction case okay now she has countersued accusing uh jovanovic of 15 violations including negligence nuisance intentional infliction of emotional distress unlawful business practices and a violation of the la county covid procedures because that was the original thing she didn't want to leave because she didn't feel safe being forced to vacate with a housing disability and high risk of covid19 complications Now, she claims that he knew about the potential mold problem before she moved in and that he harassed and intimidated her to leave the rental by doing unnecessary construction, placing rotting bags of trash outside her door, shutting off her hot water, and unlawfully entering the uh, the unit. In these cases... (laughs) So we're still going to court for all of this. And he claims, look, it's like a war. Uh, There's no bullets flying, but every time I open the door, I'm afraid she'll be leaving at the same time. Her door is a few feet from my daughter's bedroom. We don't sleep well anymore. Boy, if she's gone, it'd be hard-pressed not to just change the locks and lock it down and get a restraining order for her to be on the property. But with the lawsuits already ongoing, that's, uh, that's probably not the right move now. But be careful out there. Now, it was an Airbnb, but Airbnb has washed their hands of it because he let her stay longer. I guess in the beginning, she said, hey, I'm going to stay for a little while longer. And he said, yeah, okay. Okay. So now it's no longer part of the Airbnb deal, right? I just really strange. Good luck. Uh, Good luck. It's a beautiful house. It's a beautiful little guest house. You're living in Brentwood for free. It's pretty sweet. And I'm guessing most people are on the side of the homeowner, right? You're the, she's squatting. She won't leave. She it, Now we're at the point where you just want her to leave. Okay, I don't want any money. I don't want anything. Just get out of my home. 
<laughs> so good luck with that. But now I don't know what side to take on this story. There's an elderly French couple who sold uh, an apparently worthless African mask for $157. Okay. Now they're suing the buyer who t- turned around and auctioned it off for $4.4 million. Wait, what? Yeah, they accused the local antique dealer of cheating them out of a fair price for what turned out to be an extremely rare object. So the legal case is now making its way through France. I would bet they're going to side on the elderly couple um, because, you know, nobody ever ripped them off. But you sold it. You went to him and said, hey, I've got this African mask. And so... You could have sold it in a garage sale. Instead, you went to the antiques dealer and he said, yeah, I'll give you 157 bucks for it. <laughs> so the dealer believes, hey, I got lucky because uh, I realized after I bought it that it was worth all this money and it's being auctioned off now for 4.4 million people. And the people are like, WTF? <laughs> that was my mask? Well, you should have known. You should have known. Now, when you look at the mask... I kind of think, I, I don't know that I would have thought it was worth $4 million, but I would have thought it was worth more than $157 for sure. Because you don't see things like that uh, a lot. Uh, the mask itself, you're like, eh, okay. It's a rare fang mask used in rituals in an African secret society. The object was brought back from Gabon by the husband's grandfather, who had been a colonel governor in africa in the early 20th century so the couple filed a lawsuit against the antique merchant because they felt they were taken advantage of An appeals court in france agreed of course they did i told you they absolutely would agree as a dealer it was well founded uh that's the way it is now i i don't know i'm torn I really am torn. Now, if he did know, I guess at one point, and maybe this is after the people complained, the dealer was like, okay, I'll give you some more money. Here you go. Here's some more money. I I feel like that's fair. He tried to settle out of court. Hey, I'll give you some more money. Here you go. And, uh, but they turned it down. The family said, no, 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 no. You're not paying us $315,000. You sold it for 4.4 million. But you didn't know that. And you could have sold it for that too. I'm really, I'm really torn on this. If I'm an antiques dealer and someone comes into me and says, Hey, uh, what do you think of my, my African mask? I really don't know. I was going to sell it in the yard sale, but I thought I'd bring it here. And you think to yourself, well, you know, it might be worth some money, but I don't know. I'm not an African mask expert. And uh, so I'll give you 157 bucks. And you say yes to the $157. That's on you, not him or her, whoever the antiques dealer is. And uh, so now when the antiques dealer says, you know, I ought to have this appraised and see what it's worth. And it's worth all this money. And we're going to put it up for auction and make a, you know, make a few billion. Now you want to come back and say, well, you still, you owed me, you ripped me off. I'm really torn on that because that, that's that's on you. You shouldn't have sold it for $157. But I'm sure, I'm sure, in the end, that bastard antique dealer will end up having to pay them 2 or $3 million. <sighs> Agonizing. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. 
Well, 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 everybody looking to make a buck. So there was no jackpot winner on the Powerball. So the next Powerball drawing is Wednesday night, the 11th of October, $1.73 billion, $756.6 million cash payout. There was a $2 million winner in Florida, and four $1 million winners in California, uh, Indiana, Oregon, and Virginia. Now, the Mega Millions, of course, is tonight. That's, you know, $20 million. Holy cow. Talk about spitting on something. <laughs> oh, just incredible. So, uh, good luck. I hope it all works out to you. I was looking at uh, some of the... That makes this the second largest Powerball jackpot. And I think the second largest jackpot ever between powerball and mega yeah 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 so the powerball jackpots remember we had the 2.04 billion uh winning ticket in california of november of last year so this 1.73 billion is the current jackpot so that's number two in history as far as the biggest powerball jackpots overall though you have the 2.4 in california is number one and then you have this 173 and then there was a one billion 1.586 billion powerball in california then there was then you get into the mega millions 1.53135133 those are all megas and then uh, a little over one a little over a billion in 2023 in uh, july the 1.8 and then the 1.5 mega <laughs> in january of 21 and then you get down into 768 million 758 million please spare me that okay that's the cash payout for the winnings (laughs) so good luck man good luck i wish i'm wishing some good luck on me too because that would be really really sweet and you can quote me on that all right, today is the last day to vote for Fat Bear Week. Uh, can, you know, they're in the finals. Uh, 32 Chunk versus 128 Grazer. 128 Grazer, strong candidate. Uh, so is 32 Chunk, but I feel like uh, 128 Grazer is going to win this one and pull this one off when you're looking at the, the pictures of them. 32 Chunk, <laughs> looks like uh, you know there's going to be some hibernation time. But uh, 128 Grazer is a strong candidate. Now, 128 Grazer beat out my main man, 747. And so then uh, has been a strong candidate since he beat out uh, uh, 747 and is now in the finals against 32 Chunk. So it's your day to get there and vote for Fat Bear Week in the finals, 32 Chunk or 128 Grazer. I personally am going to vote for 128 grazer but uh, we'll see tomorrow who the actual champion is in the 2023 fat bear week so yesterday we talked about uh, walgreens uh, pharmacies uh, closing up apparently uh pharmacies closed in arizona washington massachusetts and oregon uh guess that's all that were reported they said that at least 500 stores were interested but it was organized entirely over social media, so there's no centralized labor union like the WGA uh, and the UAW. So we'll see. I mean, UAW is back at strike on strike again at the Mack truck plant. 
Uh, they went on strike. Uh, the U- United Auto Workers members at the Volvo Group-owned Mack Trucks facility in three states went on strike after rejecting a proposed five-year contract. The tentative deal was uh, downvoted by 73% of the 4,000 workers in Florida, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. The deal would have included a 19% pay raise over five years, $3,500 ratification bonus, and improved retirement and health benefits. That wasn't good enough. <laughs> wow. And the UAW president, Sean Fain, who's very busy these days because he's, uh, he's got the other strike going on, too with the auto manufacturers so man he's a busy man he uh has said the two sides remain apart on issues such as wage increases cost of living allowances and work schedules now this strike is not part of the original uaw strike against the big three so general motors ford and stellantis uh say the mac deal fell apart because they were like hey uh they look like they're getting more than what our deal was gonna get so we're not gonna rat have a nice day we want to go on strike okay so they have thirty thousand workers are now striking across 22 states for the uh automakers so okay and plus on top of the uh mac truck going on strike all right we'll see how that works out for everybody and of course you have the uh writer's guild of america strike i guess that's now officially over my gosh is it ever going to end are we going to finally make the deal well i guess it is now uh 99 of union members voted to ratify the three-year deal and the group negotiators made with hollywood studios so thankfully i guess that is officially over now so now you just have the actors and uh, striking and they're soon to strike against the gaming industry too so everybody is going to be striking and everybody wants to make more money and uh, have better retirement plans and better medical yeah me too me too then that's part of the problem everyone wants more and i certainly understand it but at some point we have to realize that maybe more is too much right at some point you've made too much money no that's not true okay never mind i thought everybody was just uh, raising their prices and everybody's gonna get paid more well except for disney uh disney has now decided you know maybe we are charging a little bit too much to let kids into the park so now starting the 24th of october uh 2023 uh you can get kid tickets i'm sorry child tickets and to go into disneyland for fifty dollars per child per day oh okay well they're dry that's more than half off because it was a hundred and four dollars and up so now you can get it for 50 bucks huh are our families down going to disneyland i thought everything was wonderful in disney world disney plus is everybody's raising their prices no okay hey it's a limited time though uh it's a great value it's a limited time uh-huh uh, the deal provides significant savings compared to current children's ticket prices, which are $270 for a two-day pass. Holy cow. $340 for three days. So a three-day child pass is $150. That's, I mean, comparatively speaking, that's not bad. That's still pretty high, but comparatively speaking, that's not bad. 
So the new deal, of course, has no blackout dates and will expire 13 days after the first day of use. If multiple days are purchased, that means customers will have to use their multi-day tickets within a two-week window after the first visit. Now that makes sense. So, okay, now the adult tickets are still going to be the same price, so don't get your hopes up. But I will bet you that uh, for a limited time, those adult prices are going to go down too. That's just me. I don't know anything. I don't work for Disney. I'm just guessing. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Who died today? Who died today? Michael Chiriello. Is that how he says? C-H-I-A-R-E-L-L-O. Celebrity chef, former Food Network star, dead at the age of 61. Now, he died this weekend after being treated for an acute allergic reaction that led to anaphylactic shock. But it never says in this story what caused the allergic reaction was it an ant bite was it a spice that he was allergic to if you're really allergic to something like that and you could go into anaphylactic shock don't you have an EpiPen? uh it's really strange it's very rare to me i would think that that's uh you know the anaphylactic shock it seems to me that you have a pretty good chance of surviving that with an EpiPen, but very sad it's uh there the family is trying to navigate this profound loss no doubt about it um, i mean he, the guy served as a judge on bravo's top chef and top chef masters and next iron chef and he was you know big time chef and uh so very sad and uh you know he had a passion for food and life yeah okay i know i know he did he also should have had a passion for an EpiPen. but michael Lachiriello, i think that's how you pronounce it if that's wrong i apologize dead at the age of 61 so a funeral home a green funeral home is under investigation for improper handling of remains now the investigation centered around a building by the funeral home where local residents reported smelling foul stench do you know how bad 115 bodies would smell well, these people, they know. <laughs> so deputies were called to this building on, uh, on, a, on an evening, and they were, the deputies were like, whoa, hey, probably need to get a search warrant and check this out, man. Something is happening in that place. <laughs> so they showed up the next morning, and you see body bags outside of the building. It was cordoned off. There was, more, you know, since it was open, now you're getting more odor in the neighborhood. Holy cow. One lady said, yeah, I could see the funeral home from my porch. I caught whiffs of a putrid smell from time to time. I thought it was a dead animal. Nope. Just about 115 bodies. That's all. So uh, 
Now, Colorado has green burials uh, that are legal by state code, requires that anybody not buried within 24 hours must be properly refrigerated. So what the green funeral is, is the return to nature funeral home and provides burial for of non-embalmed bodies in biodegradable caskets, shrouds, or nothing at all. We've talked about that. Now, the company also provides cremation services and, uh, that's part that's what they do right so apparently uh you know there's no embalming fluids no concrete vaults as natural as possible company charges 1895 dollars for a natural burial okay uh started about six years ago and so what happened why are we just leaving bodies in the house next door to the funeral home (laughs) Uh, we'll find out from the investigation but what I can't get over is, do you realize how bad that had to have smelled? Oh, my gosh. I, there is not enough air fresheners in the world to surround that house. <laughs> I guess maybe in Colorado in the winter, gets cold, right? You freeze it up, you lose some of that smell. So you're okay during the winter, but not during the summer, baby. No, 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 no. So if you want someone in your family... You know, green buried. Make sure it's actually getting done. Because we don't know if these bodies were supposed to have been buried and he just tossed them in the back house and took the money. Or if they, we don't know where the bodies came from. We don't know where the bodies came from. So I'm looking forward to the, uh, to the end of the investigation to find out exactly where these bodies came from. Reminder that you can follow me on social media at JeffyJFR on X. Uh, Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. YouTube is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me. That's not free, but you can go to at JeffyJFR on cameo. Uh, you know, friendly, happy, sad, glad, mad, mean, whatever you need. Just order it on cameo. Cameo is my pimp. And then uh, I'll do it. And uh, then uh, everybody will get their witches. You get the services, and I get the cash. (laughs) That's the way it works when you have a pimp and the other person involved. What do they call those again? Oh, yeah, hookers. Anyway, uh, that's me. That's who I am, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. You can email the show anytime, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Thank you for subscribing to the show. If you're listening now and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing with your life? You need to subscribe. Choose a platform. You can use the one that you're listening on now, your friend's platform, and listen uh, anytime, but you need to be a subscriber. It's free, but nobody likes a freeloader, okay? So no problem. Just subscribe on your own platform, but don't be a freeloader and just listen on somebody else's, okay? Just don't do it. It's It's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Well, 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 it looks like it just runs in the family. So apparently, Frank Biden, brother to our president, Joe Biden, uncle to our president's son, Hunter, uh, has posted a photo on a gay porn site. (laughs) 
guyswithiphones.com. Uh, this was happened back in 2018, though. Uh, this is when uh, Uncle Frank was, uh, or Brother Frank, was 64. And he admitted it. He said, yeah, that picture's me. Uh, I didn't post it online anywhere, though. My phone must have been hacked. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, it had to have been. So the photo was uploaded to guyswithiphones.com. Uh, when Frank was uh, 64, he has a long-term female partner, Mindy. And so the picture is still alive on the site. He admitted that the picture was him. He didn't post it anywhere. Uh, it, his phone must have been hacked. Okay. Now the picture is, I will say, uh, Uncle Frank's got a pretty good bod at 64. Although the picture has him naked in front of a toilet. Uh, the toilet seat is open. Can't quite tell if it had been flushed or not. It would look to me, uh, if, 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 yeah, if I had to testify, I would say that it wasn't flushed. But I, I can't necessarily say that 100%. <laughs> so it definitely runs in the family. You have to take selfies of your naked body. You have to. You can't get through life without taking pictures of your naked body hey look at me <laughs> he claims that it was just a pic that he was taking to give to mindy his girlfriend he didn't post it online uh, it must have been a picture that was between mindy and me all right no problem frank thank you appreciate it because all of us just snap naked pictures of ourselves and send them that's what we do right that's correct. That's what we do. Definitely what we do if we're a Biden. Tell you that. Now, when Hunter's pictures first broke, I thought, how long before we see a naked picture of our president, Joe Biden? Whether it be a selfie or in a room with other humans. But now that uh, the brother and uncle, uh, Frank, has, uh, we have pictures of him or a picture of him, naked, selfie, I, there has to be a Joe Biden picture out there. I don't know. Maybe we would have seen it already. He should have been extra careful, I guess. No problem. But it just seems like we will see it. Is, and will, is it, will it be real? And, you know, that's another question. I'm sure it isn't on guyswithiphones.com. But you never know. Coming to a home near you or a city near you, uh, the Green Mountain Power Company in Vermont is saying, hey, you know, we, uh, we're going to go ahead and install batteries in most of our customers' homes. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, listen, we're going to buy batteries, but we're going to bury some power lines and strengthen overhead cables. But we want to buy everybody a battery. Now, when you think to yourself, what kind of battery? A double A, triple A, nine, nine volt? No, it's a, it's a battery the size of a television. And according to this story, I don't know if it's an 80 inch or a 30 inch. I don't know. But uh, they believe that they've had a lot of problems due to extreme weather. Of course, they say linked to climate change. Uh-huh. But they have had a uh, hard hit by extreme weather. And uh, they have caused power outages and damaged some homes and other buildings. And they brought concerns to the rising cost of electricity. So they're helping to improve the system. And apparently buying batteries for everyone is cheaper than 
you know, fixing their system. Now they claim they're still going to fix their system. They just want to put in batteries to help the grid out, uh, you know, in case you have an issue. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, okay, it's not a bad thing. Although I will say, uh, you know, maybe make sure that we, you know, keep a line on the old coal-fired plants and uh, make sure those continue to run. We need those. Uh, we need those natural gas power plants. We don't need more wind and solar farms. New. No. What we need is uh, natural gas and coal. Maybe nuclear if you want. But then you want to give me a battery too? Fine. Thank you. Put it right over there. I'm good. As you know, uh, no one supports zoos more than myself and this show. Now, this is something that just happened uh, here in the great state of Texas. Uh, Baby horned lizards raised in North and East Texas zoos were released into the wild as ongoing efforts to restore the Texas species. Oh. So if I'm, if you're in Texas, uh, you're out wandering around, uh, don't be running over baby horn lizards. Because <laughs> apparently this is an iconic Texas species and we want to make sure that uh, we have these little babies out and about. So the Texas horned lizard is currently designated as a threatened species in Texas. And I don't know what we would do without the Texas horned lizard, but they're going to make sure that we're not without them. The horned lizard is marked by its characteristic head with multiple horns, brownish color, two rows of fringed scales along each side of the body. Yeah, it's kind of cool looking. It is a cool looking lizard. No problem. But do we need to, you know, good for the zoos. Thank you for the zoos for taking care of some baby horned lizard business, making sure that there's plenty of baby horned lizards out there and we're setting them free. Go and free and live your life as a baby horned lizard in Texas. So if you're out and about in the great state of Texas, be careful. Don't uh, run over the old baby horned lizards because they're on the threatened species list in Texas. And whatever you do, if you happen to run over one or two, don't tell anyone. <laughs> you do not want the Texas horned lizard people coming down on you. I read this post yesterday and I thought, now yeah, that's a pretty good idea. That's uh, something that uh, most people could do. So if you're in a neighborhood and you don't want your neighbors to talk to you and you just want to be left alone, here's a good idea. Uh, the post reads, well... Today, my neighbor spoke to me, so I did what I had to do. I strapped a monitor on my ankle, went outside with my shirt on inside out, and argued with a pine tree. That should hold them off for a while. So I think that's a pretty good idea. If you're someone who doesn't want the neighbors to bother you, there's a good idea. subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts.